Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to tune into our show today. We are once again talking with industry experts from northern Nevada and all across the state about real estate and real estate for investors. Times are different nowadays because we are in the corona era. Things have changed dramatically. They have changed here, too, at Nevada Real Estate Radio. For the time being, our guests are not in the studio. They are talking to us the old-fashioned way, long distance. We did not have to get an operator, but we almost have it back to the 70s. Doing our interviews via telephone. And today we have some outstanding guests that are joining us, including Sean McDonald. Sean is a hard money lender at Socotra Capital. Sean has been with us on on the radio show in the past, but always uh, different circumstances. Sean, welcome to our radio show. Thanks, Peter. Thanks for having me. Um, Definitely uh, different this time, you know, phone in, uh, do it from the comfort of my own home. Exactly. Our big studio just doesn't quite have the same usefulness nowadays as it did in the past, Sean. But a lot of people are realizing that they're spending more time in their business, more time in their home, or in my case, and in many people's cases across the country, it's all kind of becoming one now. Uh, We're doing business from our homes, or we've allocated part of our homes to uh, our business And so today I want to talk to you about how things continue in business because when it comes to real estate and financing, I know your company, Socotra Capital, is really about business. For the people that don't know about Socotra Capital or maybe new to the company, let our listeners know a little bit about it. Yeah, so we're um, private money lenders or hard money lenders. I I use the term interchangeably. We um, essentially – lend money to real estate investors where banks will not. Mm-hmm. Uh, historically, it's been, you know, fix and flips where the property is in such poor condition that a bank isn't willing to lend or um, the borrower may not qualify. He's looking to pick up a rental. Maybe he's got 10 and the bank isn't comfortable having uh, 11 loans with him. So we'll do that 11th um, or the transaction needs to move too quickly. Right. Uh, we can close very fast uh, where, you know, banks are 30, 45 days. We can close in a week or 10 days. Yeah. So when you're saying that banks won't do the financing, it sounds to me like it's not a matter of banks deciding that they don't ever want to do the financing. Maybe it's more of a we don't want to do the financing at this time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, a real common scenario you know on those fix and flips is hey we require there's a heating so or the bank requires there's a heating source or the bank requires that there's a um you know a bathroom um but an investor sees that as a as an investment opportunity they go in they fix whatever that problem was and then they turn around and and sell it for a profit and the bank can make a loan on the backside. Oh, yeah, Sean. You know, a lot of our listeners, a lot of our guests, they're involved either as real estate investors themselves or they work with a lot of real estate investors who look for those opportunities. I mean, let's face it. Anytime a situation goes south in any way, shape or form, whether it's a um, a hard asset, uh, an automobile, a house, uh, your fi- whatever your financial picture is involved with, when things go on the downturn – for others, sometimes people want to liquidate or they run into a situation where they they just uh, have to have an expert come in and take over. Maybe they need to release the property, and then investors come in. And investors are always looking for value, but investors have to move relatively quickly because there's other investors out there. You know, one of my favorite things I love to do, Sean McDonald, is go bird watching. And some of my favorite birds are the vultures. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are my borrowers. <laughs> <laughs> right. They are fantastic birds. That, I mean, they do a great service. Where would we be without vultures, Scott? Yeah, we would have a bunch of dead carcasses around. Uh, you know, uh, so we need the vultures. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely, yes. We, 
you know, you think about it as a negative connotation, but they're uh, absolutely uh, necessary in our ecosystem. And that uh, to tie that into real estate, the the real estate investor that's looking to come in and take the dilapidated house down the street and turn it into something beautiful um, really helps everybody. And Sean, as much as I like to think that we're going to get through this coronavirus issue in the world, in America, in northern Nevada, wherever you might be, we are still going to see some fallout. And I know when that fallout happens, that's going to be an opportunity for investors. Yeah, 100%. Um, at Socotra Capital, we were actually created out of the, the Great Recession. Um, so we we came into existence 08, 09, and so we've seen that um, – that before you know uh obviously it's different now and different circumstances but at the end of the day there's there's going to be some investment opportunities and we understand how to operate in that rising market and and the falling market um you know and and how to come out of a recession and help those investors those real estate investors make good decisions and for us make good loans you know, I was back in the mortgage business in that era, in the 2004 through 2014 era. I was as a mortgage lender, and I actually rode that wave up and mostly down for such a long time. Saw a lot of things happen in that era. A lot of people recovered quickly and jumped on it and took advantage. And then there were other people I remember, Sean. They hung on for their dear life to the very end. They hung on until they essentially lost everything. And then they had to, you know, start to have that long climb out of the hole, whatever hole they were in. Um, investors, I think, saw a lot of that coming ahead of time, and they started to bail a lot of investors early in that downturn. Uh, I ask about that. I ask people if it's somewhat similar now, and I hear the same thing over and over. It's absolutely not the same right now. Right now, in 2020, we don't have a mortgage issue. We don't have a real estate issue. In fact, many people I talk to, Sean McDonald, they're telling me that it's going to be real estate that is going to, in many ways, bring us out of the fallen economy that we're in today. Yeah, absolutely could. We had such demand for multifamily and and rental units going into this that – it's, that's just not going to go away. Um, those people still need a place to live and, and are still going to be looking to rent. And, uh, yeah. you know, having nice units available is still going to be a, a good thing to have. So now during this uh, economic downturn, during this uh, corona crisis, if you will, and we're into the latter part of April 2020, Sean, have the guidelines on hard money lending changed in any way over the course of the last several months? So the short answer is no. The long answer is every hard money lender gets to sort of make their own rules. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be case by case. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, we are being a little bit more conservative on loan to value. and um, But that's really it. I mean, we just don't know if there's going to be a pronounced effect on values. So we're just being a little bit more conservative on that. But other than that, we are definitely open for business and still lending on um, pretty much everything we were lending on before. Okay. And just to recap, Sean, it is on investment property only. We want to make sure our listeners know that hard money loans are not for primary residents. Explain that a little bit more, Sean. Yeah. So uh, the Dodd-Frank Act has pretty much regulated hard money lenders out of doing consumer loans. So any sort of uh, owner-occupied loan that the Bank of America would do, hard money lenders uh, will not. So we'll lend for investment purpose, whether it's a fix and flip, whether it's buy and hold rental, whether it's a Airbnb type of property, we'll, we'll lend on all of that. But if you want to buy a place to move into your dream home, that is not something that I can help with. All right, let's talk about a few more specifics on Sakutra Capital. States that you are licensed to do business in, Sean, do they include California and Nevada? You know, most of our listeners are here in the West. 
Yes. Uh, so California and Nevada, we have um, offices in. I work out of the Nevada office, and then our main office is in Sacramento, California. Those are our two primary markets. We've actually um, expanded quite a bit probably since I last uh, spoke with you. So we're, we're doing all the western states, everything Colorado West. Um, and then we're also doing Texas and a handful back east. But, um, yeah, the west is where we're focused primarily. Finally, I wanted to ask about anybody that has concerns about how hard money lending works in, as far as from a regulatory standpoint, from an oversight standpoint. Tell, tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so I, I touched on it with the Dodd Frank Act and the uh, CFPB, all the all the same regulations that uh, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase, all we're subject to all the same regulations. They are. Um, we are able to do the loans that we're able to do, um, you know, with much less underwriting because we we don't sell the notes. We we keep them in house. We service them. They're they're our loans. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get to make the final decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are absolutely subject to all of the um, guidelines and regulations that the federal government and the state governments have uh, put forth for all right. lending generally. Okay, very good. So everything everything goes through title and escrow, the same as anything else, any other kind of loan that we're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, let's talk about uh, loan types. So I we, we talk about helping investors purchase property. What if there's a refinance in play? Does Socotra Capital get involved in refinances on investment property? Yes, definitely. Um, and I think we're going to start seeing more of that as, as people are unable to finish their projects because of uh, the coronavirus. Um, you know, their short-term notes are going to expire and their lenders are going to want to get paid off. We'll, we'll absolutely come in and give them another year or two years of term, whatever they need, and just uh, do a pretty straightforward refinance for them. That's, yeah, well, absolutely. Well, that's great. A lot of longtime businesses here, especially in that I know in northern Nevada, uh, you know, they've been debt-free for many, many years. They're very proud of their heritage and the amount of time that they've been in business, uh, much like our business here at Sage International. Uh, when you think about that and then suddenly getting blindsided by a work shutdown, if you've got crews, if you have a health club with tons and tons of employees and tons and tons of cash flow, both things are cut, suddenly brought to an abrupt halt. Uh, many of these businesses, Sean, they own their business, and they've been debt-free, and that's one of the keys to success for many people in being in business is debt-free. But right now, People might need cash for the business. I'm glad to know that Socotra Capital can help people with their short-term cash flow needs, even on a refinance. That's great news. Yeah, definitely. And that is one thing we've seen some requests for is the short-term bridge loan to get into one of these government loans that are um, available now. So we can come in close quickly, no prepayment penalty. If they end up getting their SBA loan funded in a week, they can pay us back. Uh, no penalties, uh, no no sweat. They just pay the, um, you know, the interest on the money for the days that it's used. So that is definitely something we're seeing right now, or short-term bridge loans. All right. So finally, let's flow. let's talk about loan amounts, Sean. I know we're talking about investment money. So, what's the typical hard money loan, business bridge loan look like? We'll go as low as fifty thousand, and we'll go as high as ten million, oh. um, and we'll treat them the same. So. Okay. All right, that's a great range for the small business owner. I've known Sean McDonald for a number of years. Great person to know, very consistent in his business. You must really love that hard money business. Yeah, it's been good to me. Um, Keeps me busy, definitely. And I know you help a lot of people. Contact information in case anybody wants to reach out to you. Yeah, so uh, the best number to reach me at is the office line. It's 775-420-4990. Or you can find all of our information on our website, which is SocotraCapital.com. And that is S-O-C-O-T-R-A-C-A-P-I-T-A-L.com. Sean, thanks a lot for our visit today via telephone. I hope someday you can come back into our studio. We can see each other face-to-face. But I know in the meantime, you're doing a great job for your clients and our listeners. Thanks again. Thanks, Peter. Look forward to seeing you soon. 
All Hours Air makes it their priority to assure your home or office provides warmth in the fall and winter months and cooling in spring and summer. All Hours Air repairs and services air conditioning, furnaces, and water heaters. All makes and models. All Hours Air is the highest rated heating and air repair in the Reno Sparks area with 24-hour emergency service day or night. When you're in need of an affordable and honest contractor for your home or business, choose All Hours Air for the best results every time. With evolving brands and materials, All Hours Air offers customers an excellent selection of products to make your home home or work environment comfortable all hours air at 395 freeport boulevard suite 12 or call 376-9890 that's 376-9890 all hours air license number 77009 sage sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies information education tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. And joining us today via telephone is John Graham. John is the broker and sales associate at Hote Properties right here in northern Nevada. John, welcome to our radio show. Well, thank you, Peter. I always enjoy being on with you. You know, it's a little different now because we don't have a room full of people enjoying coffee and chatting about things, handshakes, hugs. Those things kind of seem so far in the past, don't they? Yeah, that's old school now. Yeah, right. Like typewriters, faxes. Yeah. Handshakes. (laughs) Those were the days. Uh, Real estate, though, is still a a face-to-face business, John, and... I would bet that uh, even under the current situations, maybe more than ever, staying in touch with your clients and contacts is really critical. Yeah, absolutely important. Uh, Somebody who I can't quote uh, their name said it, uh, may you live in interesting times, and we truly are. I think it was the Federal Reserve Chairman. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. He said, may we live in interest-free times. Well, I'm okay with that, too. I mean, isn't it amazing? It used to be that that was the big issue. Oh, my gosh. You can't do anything because of the interest rates nowadays. Then I remember. Yeah, and not, go yeah, ahead. Not, not the case at all right now. No, and then, then the deal was, oh, my gosh, you know, the home prices are so high, and we have to wait till they fall down to low rates, low prices, right? And then it happened. And what did people say? Oh, we got to wait because prices are so low. <laughs> Nobody wants to buy yeah, houses. It was, it, you're right, Peter. It was like a teeter-totter. Yeah. Interest rates low, prices high, Yes, and vice versa. It's interesting, John, that during this economic downturn, and you and I have been through a few and lived to tell about it, it's it's like like always, it's different. It's always different. There's, there's different factors involved, and I'm just glad to know that this time, Real estate wasn't the cause of this economic downfall like it was in the past. Yeah, it's, it's not like 07, 08, and where uh, basically the financial institutions collapsed on us. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got a really strong economy right now. Mm-hmm. It's just on pause. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy spending time at home. And I do more work around the house, and I live in an area where I have uh, a distant view of the wild horses, and then I see the rabbits, all the natural creatures. What I'm getting at is this, John. Nobody, it seems, knows about this coronavirus except the humans. The animals are all just kind of doing their thing and still living life as it is, like it always has been, uh, pretty much carefree from what I look at, unless you're afraid of getting eaten. But... It's this instinct to just continue to roll and continue to move forward, and I'm realizing just what a great place it is where we live. Well, it surely is. Uh, Right now, I'm doing the Corona 19. That's how many pounds I've gained so far. Oh, I thought that meant you had already done 18 and you were at the 19th hole. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) The Corona 19. You lost 19 pounds? Oh, very nice. Uh. I found them. You found them? <laughs> yeah. 
you lost them, you found them. I'm happy for you. You know, you got you got what you've been looking for. Um, I I am getting so much honeydew work at the house, John, that uh, I'm exhausted. I have to tell you, and I can't wait till we all get back to work so I can go back to the office and hang around the water cooler. In the meantime, people are still looking for those deals, and I have a suspicion that there are some people that are not going to weather the storm as well as uh, many of us would like all of us to be able to. But, you know, like always, John, you know, the people that had the biggest challenge in the last mortgage meltdown, the last economic downturn, were the people that had, I believe, bought recently, were maybe buying real thin. They put everything they had into the deal, and they got in maybe with zero or minimal money down. And, you know, things are going to happen. People are going to lose jobs, you know, death in the family, uh, you know, life goes on. There's still opportunity, and I'm, a th- I'm thinking that opportunity is anytime from now until the end of the year. I wanted to see how you felt about that opportunities for investors down the road. We're really in uncharted territory. And, you know, the market could do the same three things that it always can. You know, it continue to go up. It could be good to go down or it could stay where it is. And right now, Peter, we kind of really don't know. Uh, but in terms of in terms of uh, things that are going on, you could still buy and sell real estate. However, everybody's pushing stay home, you know, stay home Nevada. Uh, Governor Sisolak issued uh, directions on April 8th. And basically has said no open houses, no showing of tenant-occupied property. But you could still see property with a big if the seller must approve. So uh, it's a little disruptive to the way that we've done business in the past, but it's not its not the end of the world. Oh, exactly. And I think because, look, let's face it, there are people who live just on the conveniences of the world. And right now, we don't have all of those conveniences of the world just because of the restrictions and limitations. And some people are struggling and having a tough time just dealing with things. Now, those of us who are industrious, industrious investors can see opportunities anytime there is a downfall. Right now, there is a downfall of, if you will, at the minimum of economic uh, vision, outlook, uh, positiveness by some of the community. There's going to be some sell-off, I believe, John. Some people are just going to have to find other ways, or maybe they'll realize they made the wrong decision. Yeah, and and it's going to take a while for that to, to happen, Peter, based upon, you know, the government, uh, you know, basically saying you can stay in a rental property for a couple of three months without, you know, without paying. A lot of the banks are doing either forgiveness, mostly forbearance on loans, so I've had a couple of people say, well, boy, we're going to have a lot of short sales and all of this. Well, we're not going to know till fall. It's going to have to work its way. You know, it's going to have to work its way through the system. And yeah. that may be the time that uh, investors may want to be looking pretty hard. Oh, yeah. And right now, when I'm encouraging investors or people who are thinking about getting into the investment market, John, to hang on to cash wherever they can to realize that they're, they can save money in some areas. Heck, I realize it. I'm not buying nearly as much paper towels as I used to. I had a friend that I worked for uh, back in Silicon Valley, a controller, and one of his things, uh, I was having a meeting with him, and he said, John, remember one thing, cash is more important than your mother. <laughs> you know? Wow. That, that, was, that, that was his way of saying, hey, you got to watch the cash. John Graham is my guest. John is a real estate professional. He's the broker and sales associate at Hote Properties here in Northern Nevada. John, tell us a little bit about Hote Properties. Well, we're a small uh, in uh, real estate vernacular indie, which means independent brokerage. Uh, you know, we we work hard, uh, you know, to take care of all of our customers on a very uh, personal basis. So. Uh, that's kind of who we are and what we do. Yeah, and you've been a real estate professional for quite a while, John. For the people that haven't had the pleasure of meeting you, let our listeners know how long you've been in the business and where uh, where you got your experience, your knowledge. 
basically about 20 years and all in Reno. Well, then you are somewhat of a generalist in the specialized area because Reno is not today like what it was 20 years ago, John. That's very true. I moved to Reno 20 years ago. I moved to a little town uh, that most people didn't mm-hmm. like or didn't really say many too good things about. And since then, it has become this discovered gem. I can't keep people away. I'm encouraging people not to move to Reno because I loved it here so much 20 years ago. But, you know, John, I know the reality. We love people. People are people, people. And we wouldn't be here without people. So we invite good people to be in our world. Yeah, that's very true. (laughs) And, you know, for a community, you have two choices. You grow or you die. Absolutely. We want to grow, but we want to grow in a great way, in a, in a nice, consistent way. Uh, Reno, I love because it's a family town, and yet it has all of the excitement, really, that, uh, that you can find anywhere in the world if you just know the spots to look for and if you have the right connection of people. That's what I love about Northern Nevada, John, is that it's really about the people that you know that can get you places, that can help you do things like buying a home or like buying investment property. You've got people that really are specialists in this area. And then you realize that these same people, well, they're part of your community. And it's really a small community. You run into people that you know anytime you travel, well, within 100 miles from Reno because we're either in Lake Tahoe, we're in Lake Al. Almanor, we're in Fernley, we're in Minden-Dade and Gardnerville, Carson City. A lot of cities, a lot of little areas, a lot of cool places to be. But you're always feeling like you're amongst this local community. And that's one of the beautiful things about Northern Nevada, John Graham, is the people. I can't wait till we can get out on the street and start bumping into friends like we always used to. There you go. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. There is risk in owning investment real estate in your personal name. Sage International Incorporated, a local business, has been helping new and seasoned real estate investors with their real estate investment strategy by forming LLCs, series LLCs, and corporations for over 23 years to protect their real estate assets. Call 775-786-5515 for a free 30-minute consultation. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. John Graham, I saw we just got the new information from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Can you give us an update on the market conditions? I sure can. And and this is a little uh, uh, preamble. You know, most of the market statistics are rear-facing. So they're really looking at the past. And as a result of that, our current numbers may not be an accurate reflection of the impact of the virus. We should have a better idea next month. All right. Things going on right now, March sales are up 10% over February. Median price is still going up, Peter, up to $415,000, which is up there, uh, up 6% over February. Inventory is still flat and low at 1.5 months supply. And this is really the major impact on pricing. You know, if inventory stays low, uh, prices will continue to to rise. The only indicator that we have that could be the beginning of corona impact is new contracts. Mm -hmm. In other words, most of the business is closing now went under contract probably in February before the virus. Mm -hmm. But new contracts right now are down 6.4% from just February. 
So that's going to be the notice we want to watch. Well, you know, there are some people, John, that feel that they absolutely, absolutely need to see and tour the home before they buy it. And if they're stuck in their home and they can't get away or feel like they can't get away, it's not going to happen. That's a challenge. Right now, you can still see properties with precautions. The seller must approve. And you need to continue to practice uh, corona safety. Oh, yes. But, uh, yes. No, open, no open houses, no showings of tenant-occupied houses. That's making it a little more challenging. But there are a lot of great virtual tours that are on the website. Mm -hmm. And... Um, if it's a single-family home and the owner wants to be able to show it, they still can. You just have to have all the participants be willing to participate in the transaction and, and the details involved in making that transaction happen. A complication seems to be the standard in real estate transactions. John, ever since man was uh, created, it just seems like there's more and more now. All the more reason to have a seasoned real estate professional with you when you do a transaction. Yeah, absolutely, and and we're adopting. We can do, you know, we can do pretty much the whole transaction, you know, without contact, without personal contact in terms mm. of physical contact is what I should be saying. Yeah. Uh, we did a transaction uh, for uh, a soldier in Afghanistan. Uh, we did the whole thing while she was still stationed there, including yes. closing. Uh-huh. So... It, it could be done. It really can be done. And I know that even the uh, signing of documents, you know, most people think they have to go to a notary office or drive into town. Uh, a lot of that stuff can now be done digitally, John. That's that DocuSigning, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. DocuSign is, is, is one of the products. That's, that's correct. And then as far as notaries, uh, same thing with you need notaries. But, I mean, so much of the transactions uh, were already in – in process in one way, shape, or form, John, to be uh, going digital. And I think that's one of the changes that we're going to see in the world of real estate, like we will in all types of business, more of the processes going digital and more people deciding that they don't need to travel so often to the office because of the new home office. How many home offices do you suppose have been created in the last 60 days? Boy, that's a great question. And I, I don't have any idea, Peter. Well, you know what? I think uh, everybody's CPA needs to know about that. If you're using your home as your business office or any part of that home, a good conversation with your CPA is going to be in order when you prepare your 2020 income taxes because, uh, John, I know there's a deductible factor there. There absolutely is. Uh, in looking at the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, John, the, uh, the the median home price of $415,000 is a far cry from going back in time to just eight years ago. It was in 2012. The median home price in northern Nevada. Can you do you recall what that price was? You know, I, I, I think we hit the bottom we uh, absolutely. probably at about $150,000, $160,000. You hit it right on the nose, John Graham. No wonder you're a real estate professional. $150,000. <laughs> Uh, that's yep. that that cat did not bounce. No, no, not 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 at all. And uh, you know that was a you know the end of a downturn, and there were a lot of values that some people picked up on and took advantage of. Oh and my gosh! Will the same yes. thing happen again? Mm -hmm. It probably will. Whether it will happen in in conjunction with this current situation or not is yet to be determined. Yeah, a lot of the opportunities that come up, John, I know the process, right? When uh, something gets listed, a real estate agent wants to sell something, and then ultimately it makes it to the uh, NMLS, and then, you know, the word gets around about the house. But, you know, real estate, the real estate world is a network, and a lot of things happen before they get out too fast. And that's another factor that I want to make sure our, our uh, listeners understand is when you have a real estate professional working on your side, on your team, to help you acquire the property that you're looking for, you do get information much faster than if you're relying on your own resourcefulness as you have time to go on the Internet or whatever system you've got. Talk about that response time that you get when you get a real estate pro on your side, John. Well, you know, we're looking at things for our clients, our buyers, 
you know, multiple times a day. Uh, we have a very responsive website that's updated uh, more quickly than Zillow or Trulia or any of the others. And uh, we have a, a number of people who set up custom searches on that website so that they get notified immediately when a property that meets their requirements comes to market. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When it comes to financing, I know that is a whole different element because we need to talk to our mortgage lenders in northern Nevada. But it just demonstrates to our listeners, John, that not only is there typically a mortgage lender involved, but there are a lot of other elements, a lot of other pieces to the puzzle, title, escrow, inspectors, appraisers. I mean, you name it. The list seems to get longer every year. Um, it really puts the real estate agent uh, kind of at the center of this wheel of making sure that the machine moves forward. Yeah, we're, we're more or less like a, a, a symphony conductor. So we're, we're conducting all of those various parts. Uh, you know, to get us through to a, a successful performance, a successful close. Uh -huh. That's a great analogy there. I love chamber music, by the way. I've been attending some of the chamber orchestra events, uh, enjoyed a lot of um, great music this past winter. was hoping to do the same this spring, but the very next concert uh, that came up in March canceled. You know, the symphony of real estate continues. That's the good news, John. Yeah, it is. And uh, on the symphony, symphony side, uh, Laura Jackson just got her contract extended for another five years. Oh, that is the conductor amazing. Over the, and that's that's great news. She's a neat lady. Wow, I'll tell you what, there's a lot to be said for longevity and tenure, especially when you're conducting a symphony. Kind of like what you do in the real mm -hmm. estate world, John. You also have a great member of your symphony. I'll let our listeners know a little bit about the lovely Helen Graham. You know, I, I jokingly state a life partner, business partner. What was I thinking? And, mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. reality of it is that she's incredible. She wraps, um, yeah. She's, uh, you know, a, an outstanding realtor, uh, very knowledgeable about uh, real estate. She currently teaches for uh, uh, several different uh, several different organizations, uh, the, the uh, Board of Realtors, Tycor Title, and, and people like that. So mm -hmm. uh, she continues to uh, give back to uh, the real estate community as well. Oh, yeah. She's a lovely woman, and I'm, I've seen her do some incredible things and help some clients uh, under the, even the most difficult of circumstances. Uh, she's always just delivers a great service uh, in her real estate expertise, John Graham, as do you. I know you're a great team together. Um, individually, you knock them dead, but boy, together. Uh, you guys really know how to make an entrance. I can't wait to see you both after we get through all of this coronavirus issues. If you were to give some folks some um, in, some uh, words of wisdom, optimism, if you will, whatever you think, John Graham, what can you let our listeners know to think about as we go through this rest of the coronavirus issues in April? Well, this too shall pass. You know, people are still buying homes. People are still selling homes. And if you'd like a consultation to uh, determine what's best for your specific circumstances, don't hesitate to give uh, myself or Helen a call. John, what is the best number to reach you? Contact information. 775-530-1728. And that's me. And Helen is at 775-530-8. Three nine seven. All right. Also, give us the best website uh, folks can go visit to learn more about your company. Would be yeah, Northern Nevada Living, all one word. Dot info. Northern Nevada Living dot info. Dot info. All yeah. right, John. We'll put all that contact information on our website, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great. Dot com, and we'll encourage people to visit with you should they be interested in talking about real estate or real estate for investors. Final thought as far as dining establishments, John, I'm really disappointed that all of these great restaurants are closed for the time being in northern Nevada because of the coronavirus. However, I know a number of them are they're doing takeout and a lot of the takeout business is really picking up. It's still not quite the same for me because I enjoy going to restaurants. But if you were to 
give some words of encouragement to your favorite restaurant owner. Go ahead. This is your chance. Well, I would say uh, we take advantage of it every Thursday, and it is Dennis Banks' place, Napa Sonoma on South Virginia, and they do a fantastic prime rib dinner. Well, excellent. Okay, good, go. good words for the folks yeah. at Napa Sonoma. John Graham from Hote Properties, thank you for visiting with us today via telephone on Nevada Real Estate Radio, and I hope that you will join us soon right here in the studio again. Looking forward to it, Peter. Very good. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks. Bye. There is risk in owning investment real estate in your personal name. Sage International Incorporated, a local business, has been helping new and seasoned real estate investors with their real estate investment strategy by forming LLCs, series LLCs, and corporations for over 23 years to protect their real estate assets. Call 775-786-5515 for a free 30-minute consultation. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. Hours Air makes it their priority to assure your home or office provides warmth in the fall and winter months and cooling in spring and summer. All Hours Air repairs and services air conditioning, furnaces, and water heaters. All makes and models. All Hours Air is the highest rated heating and air repair in the Reno Sparks area with 24-hour emergency service day or night. When you're in need of an affordable and honest contractor for your home or business, choose All Hours Air for the best results every time. With evolving brands and materials, All Hours Air offers customers an excellent selection of products to make your home or work environment comfortable all hours air at 395 freeport boulevard suite 12 or call 376-9890 that's 376-9890 all hours air license number 77009 and we're back on nevada real estate radio great day to tune into our show today had great conversations earlier with sean mcdonald from socotra capital also with us earlier, John Graham, real estate professional at Hote Realty. Joining us in the studio, Sherry Hill from Sage International. Hi, Sherry. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, it's midweek and most businesses that are in the retail world anyway, restaurants, etc., they are closed by mandate right now during coronavirus April 2020. Sherry Hill, your company... For decades, the bulk of our customers we talked to through the telephone. So this wasn't a big stretch for us or a big change in how we do business. However, I do have some interesting news because we are notary publics. Uh And, you know, in this time of heightened awareness of the need for social distancing, how are we as notaries supposed to deal with the public because we are notary public? for people and folks that want to come in. So there's some interesting developments going on federally that I'd like to share. On March 18th, 2020, Washington, D.C., U.S. Senators Mark Warner of Virginia and Kevin Kramer introduced the Securing and Enabling Commerce Using Remote and Electronic Notarization Act of 2020. It's called the Secure Notarization Act. And this bipartisan legislation permits immediate nationwide use of remote online notarizations, a type of electronic notarization where the notary and signer are in different physical locations. And the reason behind this is because Americans shouldn't have to risk their health or safety to execute important financial or legal documents, especially when they could do so from the safety of their own homes. So the Secure Notarization Act brings the notary process into the 21st century, allowing people to securely complete documents while still following recommended health and social practices amid the coronavirus pandemic. Sherry, this all sounds great, but we are in April of 2020. Where was this kind of thought prior to this uh, epidemic? Well, the electronic notarizations have been around. There's about 23 states, Nevada being one of them, that does authorize it. The difference is that an electronic notarization takes place when the notarial seal, signature, or certificate is created, placed, and stored electronically. This particular remote 
online notarization is a type of electronic notarization where the notary and signer are in different physical locations. The authentication and signing processes use two-way, real-time, audio-visual technology, which enables the signer and notary to see and hear each other simultaneously. So that's the difference. Technology continues to amaze me, Sherry Hill. I remember when I would see people go to the grocery store, and, and instead of paying cash, they used the credit card. And then, instead of using a credit card, they used their device, and they would just kind of put it close to the chip reader. You don't even have to touch things anymore to get things done. I kind of feel like maybe that's the way the whole world seems to be gone. Well, you know, part of going through a crisis like this is people start to really think about how can we do business in a way that, you know, doesn't put people at risk and really tap into technology. And so, you know, it was interesting that last week I got a phone call from someone and he's in the process of refinancing right now because, you know, the rates are so low. Is he refinancing a business or his a, home. a primary residence? Okay. And and the, the lender he was dealing with was absolutely demanding that the co-signer, who lives in a completely different state, be physically present to sign those documents. And so as I shared with him that that makes absolutely no sense because you have the ability to do electronic notarizations, you can FedEx document. I mean, there's so many other ways around it. It just seems so antiquated and frankly quite stupid. As I started to research to go, well, you know, why is he having this problem? Then I stumbled on this, which was just introduced, the Secure Notarization Act. Mm -hmm. So as a notary, I've been a notary for over 40 years and have seen the practice evolve. This is something that certainly appeals to me because people all over the world can take advantage of a process that is necessary, especially for real estate transactions, um, to get this done and done quickly. The most difficult challenge, I believe, Sherry, in the real estate world is really the navigation through the paperwork you're giving us good advice for primary residence buyers, real estate investors as well. My guest is Sherry Hill. Sherry is the CEO and president of Sage International, the wealth protection diva. Sherry Hill, 28 years in business. Unbelievable. Yes, yes. Very feel blessed and absolutely, you know, looking at all the great ways that we can at this time, you know, expand what we're doing. And so notarization is one of our core processes. So I'm very excited to um, tap more into the remote online notarization process, especially if, you know, it's something that I can add to our business. You know, Sherry, I think a lot of business people are kind of going stir crazy at home because they can't go into the office. They can't interact the way that they used to. It's kind of hard to think about changing the way that we've done business all of our lives, essentially. But the fact is, if you want to continue to stay in business and be relevant, you always have to keep up with the times. When you think of the Secure Notarization Act, it's not just about real estate transactions. It's also executing legal, health care, mm -hmm. financial or other vital documents from the safety of your own home with technology the way that it is. Now, of course, there's always caveats with technology, right? Safety, security, all those things. Mm -hmm. And so, but I think that so many of us because of the swift change in workforce and a lot of people having to work remotely from home, many already have now had or have now set up these two-way audio-visual communications. And so the ability to continue to do business is critical at this time. And so not physically having to go knock on a notary's door or have a notary show up to your door, mm -hmm. if we can move into this remote online notarization platform, business will move a lot faster. It really will. And I see it happening already. I think a lot of the reason, Sherry, that we have so much optimism in America about the coming days, weeks, months in our financial world, in our business world, is because 
many of us have realized that you cannot shut down Americans. You cannot do that. We are continuing to be productive, to be relevant, and to be significant to the people that we care for, not only today and tomorrow, but well into the future. Certainly, it's a good time to look at what's broken (laughs) federally at the state level and in your own business to fix those systems, processes, et cetera. But then also, how do you innovate and create and come out stronger than you were before? It's a lot of conversation I'm having with people because, you know, I've been around the block, so have experienced the 9-11, the 2008 financial meltdown. How do you move into a crisis management or how do you stay the course and keep your key people and keep your attitude focused and positive and know that for a lot of us, yes, this is hugely, hugely inconvenient, life-threatening, all those things. But if you want to come out on the other side, you have to stay calm. You have to stay focused. In a positive way, it's what can you do better? How do you come through this crisis as like you've come through others? You know, I've had plenty of jobs in my long working life, Sherry Hill, and I've had many a boss who I've heard talk to others. Fortunately, I wasn't one of those people, but what I'm saying is to other co-workers that I had, other people that I saw in the work stream, these people always had something negative to say. They were they were called complainers, right? They always had complaints. They Nothing was ever good enough. And I remember many times the boss would say, you know, why don't you, instead of complaining, why don't you make some good recommendations? How about you step forward now and then with some positive things to try to get the spirits up? And I'm not saying that negative people need to change because, let's face it, if you're negative – you're negative. But let's talk about positives from this point forward. I'm glad you're here talking positives with us, Sherry Hill. Good words of advice. Think about all the people that depend on you as a business owner, whether it's your family, your vendors, your suppliers. And so a lot of people are looking at you to stay the course and stay in business. So whatever you have to do for that, do it. If you need to reach Sherry Hill, visit the website, Sage I N T L. Sherry, thanks for being with us today. Thank you. And to our listeners, thanks for tuning in as well. We will talk with you again on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.